Hello. Foodies and geeks. I'm Matt Man. And I'm Thomas. <laughs> Two. <laughs> to start. And together we're the, the Deep, Deep Fry, Fry geeks. geeks. Oh, weekly podcast. We're talking about movies, comics, TV shows, food, and general geek news. Yeah. Hey, Tommy. We're about to do some geek related stuff to your ears. Oh, yeah. All, all that fun geeky time. All kinds of right geeky to your stuff. Phone. Then from your phone to your ears. Tune in, Deep Fried Geeks, right now. Ear porn. Mm. <laughs> Once you go black, you go deaf. <laughs> How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Oh. I'm doing pretty well. Good, good. Anything I'm, super new with you? I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. It has been a minute. It has been a long minute. Life happens sometimes. Life. Uh... Not as bad as I saw comics, though. I saw comics was gone for like a whole year. Really? One, yeah, they went from like they were like two ninety nine, and then they were hyping up episode three hundred. Yeah. And then it was like ten months until wow. they dropped it. They just dropped it like two weeks ago. Huh. So we've been gone a year. It's just okay. been it's been a couple weeks. It's been too long for us. It has been too long. And but the reason why it makes it feel so long too though is because we haven't even seen each other in a hangout since. No, not really. I think. The last time we hung out was we saw Toy Story. That's right. Wink, wink. And that was short. Yeah. We just saw the movie, and then we were kind of done. Yep. And then we were being judged by Larry for crying during it. Dadgummit. <laughs> it hit me. Sucker punched me right in the feels. Yeah, we'll talk about that We'll get to that later. Too, yeah. Um, so anything too new with you at all, or? Well, not really. Nothing, huh? Nothing crazy new, you know, just watching TV, playing video games. Me too. I've been watching probably way too much TV. You are a TV buff. Well, I like to just sit and forget about things, but my problem is is I never watch things that people want me to watch. I'm kind of like you. Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) See? Because, like, we have some fans and some people who've been, like, bugging me to watch shit. Watch this, watch Instead, that. I'll just sh- sit down and watch the most random shit. <laughs> like, uh, I've been watching... Um, How to Make Puppets. <laughs> yeah. By Jim Henson. Uh, di- diners Drive In and Dives. <laughs> yeah, just, I've seen theory. it a million times, and I've just been watching it over and over again. We're back in Flavortown. Go to Flavortown. <laughs> Flavor, Flavor, Town. There's, there's a new show on Netflix called Agretsuko. Uh huh. I don't. I don't and I've been that. I've been watching that shit, and what it's the that? weirdest show ever. It's made by um San Sanrio, the people who make Hello Kitty. Okay. And all those cute uh, little things. Okay. And it's about this little kitty who has a, a normal job who at an office. Yeah. And she does like marketing, but she's unhappy with her job and her bosses, and so how she vents about it is she sings death metal. <laughs> and so she'll like get all stressed out and then she'll go into the bathroom stall and she'll just start screaming death metal lyrics. That's totally and Japanese then, right there. And then at the end of like every episode, you see her go to a little karaoke hall where they have a karaoke room. Yeah. The guy comes in, brings her some alcohol, and then she just screams death metal and that's kind of how it is. That's ends. totally Japanese. And it's a very depressing kind of show. <laughs> Because it's talking about like the monotonous of life, yeah. and hating your job, and does life have any meaning? But then she just being a cat, yeah. But then she just vents by screaming death metal. 
It's really weird, and it's crazy Japanese animation. So instead of watching things like The Expanse <laughs> or Jessica Jones 3 Season oh, yeah. 3 or Punisher Season 2, two I've uh, been watching Gratsuko and Diners Driving and Dives. Oh, and Robot Chicken. Oh, Robot no, Chicken, too. huh? I've never seen Robot Chicken, Where though. are you watching that so, uh Plex. Oh, it's on Plex? Okay. Yeah. So... um it's uh it's been good times so and before that i was just watching random fucking documentaries on amazon prime <laughs> i'm like oh a documentary about marilyn monroe thank you very much like oh a documentary about john denver why the fuck why not? not like just the most random <laughs> shit really I don't random know. <laughs> it's like amazon like you have netflix which has all the like mainstream stuff and then yeah. amazon's like we're gonna be a little indie and show like, yeah john denver and it's all like stuff you may like and it's like well, well i don't know why you think i'm gonna like a john denver biopic but okay um so a lot of just random weird stuff is kind of what i get stuck in and then i not what not watching the things i should be watching so. Eh, it's overrated but it's just so easy just to sit on a couch and after a long stressful day and just as veg out turn the tube on and just boob out yeah skirting any responsibilities or social responsibilities i hear you bro <laughs> i hear you like watching tv is so much easier than hanging out with friends yeah <laughs> that's sad but true yeah because i know like i've put so much energy because i'm very introverted but I, I like to i like to go out and have fun but afterwards i'm like oh i don't want to go out it anywhere. takes so much out of you right yeah, and so the next yeah. day i'll just like home room plop down it's so nice. Don't and that's go how, anywhere. Because you know, my job is takes a lot out of me. And I have to be so extroverted. I things have been so crazy lately that I haven't even been extroverted at work. I've been taking oh, wow. introverted me to work, and people <laughs> have not been happy. Yeah, that's why you're <laughs> cursing at people. They're like, "What's wrong with Matt? Like, just just deal with it." <laughs> like in the locking place. myself in the office. Lights on, lights off. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You ready to dive deep into this? Let's dive real deep. Just into put this. it in. All the way. All right. Media pick of the week. So I guess I think most people that listen now are like people that listen every week, right? Yeah. Pretty much. We have a lesson before we're going to go through certain different categories. Our first category is we're talking about medias, stuff we're watching. So TV shows, podcasts, movies, stuff like that. This week, we are talking about what, Mr. Two Stars? We're going to talk about Randy Newman's favorite thing to sing to, <laughs> and that's Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I even know who Randy Newman is <laughs> is because of Toy Story. You got, you a, got friend a friend in me. In me. <laughs> We're gonna make you cry. We're gonna sit on your heart in and your <laughs> rip your heart right out of your chest. You're a grown man, but you're gonna cry like a bitch. Oh, you, you are a little bitch. <laughs> It was oh man, Toy Story four. So um, now when I first heard got this was announced what like a year ago, maybe a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, I was just like, really? Like they don't really need to make another one. They I, wrapped three up in such a nice little right. bow. Yeah, and it just seemed like unnecessary. I was like, ah, this is gonna be garbage. Just That's what a lot of people were saying. Is yeah. they thought it was gonna be garbage and unnecessary. Um, I'm gonna make a pretty bold claim. Oh, and here we go. I might. I'll just. I'll just do it right now. 
It's my favorite Toy Story movie. It is very good. Uh, yeah, and, and that's just, and I know a lot of people are like, whoa. whoa. I, th- I think it straight up is my favorite Toy Story It's movie. hard for me to try to categorize which ones are better than the best. I've seen probably two the most, so I really love two. Three I've maybe seen twice. Yeah. But four is still very good. I think I like four more than three, definitely. Yeah, me too. And and I don't remember whole... I, I remember enough from the other ones. Yeah. So, so, so Somebody made a good point. They're like, oh, because I told them the plot, and they're like, oh, so it's like every other Toy Story movie? I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. They kind of flip-flop. <laughs> toy gets lost, they go rescue toy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they find a scary toy. And, and then, then the, there's an evil toy that's... Yeah. D- yeah. Because the second one was um, the like, fat shit, the stinky Pete, stinky Pete, and stinky Pete doesn't get redemption though, does nope. he? He gets um, he gets stuck on this little girl's backpack at the airport, and he's probably gonna get his face painted. Yeah, and then she's an artist. Um, no, and then that's how they get Jesse, right? Yep, because they had to go Jesse rescue and Bullseye. Woody and Bullseye, and then three was um, hugs a lot bear, uh, Lotso. Lots of Lot, lots of, hugs, and he I doesn't think. get redemption. Oh, he gets tied to the front of that garbage truck. Yep, I think and uh, Sid's garbage truck because that was a whole big thing where Sid was a garbage man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was one of those Easter eggs. And then the uh, the in this story, so spoilers, obviously. I love redemption stories, yeah, and I think that's why I like this so that's much. That's why is, I like this one a lot too. We'll is get, we'll yeah, get it was more. It was definitely a Woody centric story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the villain has a great redemption story that made me cry like a bitch. Yeah. And that started my crying, and then it just for like the last half, the like last twenty minutes of the movie is just yeah. like constant stream a, of tears. I was a mess. Uh, um, I, I could hear you going, <gasps> and I'm like. <laughs> Deep breath. You're like, hold it together, hold Tom. One of us has got to get us out of here. Don't be a bitch like your friend. <laughs> and then Larry's just poking me. She's like, stop it. Stop it, Dad. Although, stop it. Yeah, Larry's when I was my her daughter, age and I'd know. watch movies like this, like, oh, that's so sad. But I wouldn't cry. Nowadays, like almost every movie I watch. Oh, my gosh. I'm crying in some form or another, Me man. too, man. I'm such a bitch when yeah. it comes to movies and TV shows. Uh, Especially if I've like, got so attached to these characters. Like, basically... Majority of my life has been Toy Story. They it yeah. came out when I was five years old. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty. Attached I was to these pretty characters. young when Toy Story came yeah. out too. You were like ten, five, uh, ten, uh, nine, yeah. ten. So yeah, we're pretty attached to these characters. And so to to go through this story, now do we gotta do spoilers? Yeah, we'll okay. say spoilers for sure. Major okay. spoilers on this. And it's been a while, and there's so many it's movies been out, out week, right week now. And a half. There's so many movies out as if you were going to see this by now or that interested and care about spoilers, you would have seen it. Yeah, already. you've probably already seen it if you wanted yeah. to see it. Um, so definitely a spoiler filled the review. So um, we usually start with new movie reviews. We do our three favorite things, things, three things we didn't like about it, which is going to be difficult. Yeah. And I have a hard time coming up with three. Things I have that I didn't one, like. but I'm sure we'll, as we discuss, maybe yeah. some will pop up. Um, and then. Um, and then our overall kind of review and rating of it. Yeah. So why don't you start? What was your three favorite things? Right, of my the- three favorite things. So the first thing on my list is it was an awesome story. So at first I was kind of wondering, like, where are they going to go from here? Because I know like some of the trailers, like they're going on a road trip and there's Forky, but what's that all about? Yeah. But they did a great job of character development for Woody because... Literally in Toy Story 1, you have Woody who is so selfish, he wants Andy all to himself that he literally kicks Buzz out the window 
and then he kind of comes around and and saves Buzz and they they're best friends. Then yeah. Toy Story two, he gets to a point where you know Andy's maybe not the same for him anymore, but he has this opportunity to be loved and adored by kids everywhere. So that selfishness kind of builds up, but then he realizes how much he needs Andy, and then he goes back. And then Toy Story three, you have um. You know, it's been so long, they haven't played with Andy, and they're just not sure what to do, and they just love Andy so much, but then they realize that they have to help Andy let go, and so they yeah. they move on. And so that this one, really, for Woody, he learns that he's not the center of Bonnie's world, and so his destiny, he, he realizes that it's okay for him to not be... Yeah, and he doesn't need toy. to be. He doesn't need to be the most important toy anymore. Yeah. And so that character development was just, like, amazing to kind of see Woody learn to let go. Even though still in the movie they had hints of him, like, when he was like, you got to worry about whatever. You got to it's you got to focus on Andy. And, and Forky's like, who's Andy? Yeah. And he's like, I mean, Bonnie. <laughs> so, like, even still, like, oh, I got a tear right there. Woody's um, still, like, holding on to Andy because he cherished him for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Um So it was a great story. The, was a really good story. The development for Woody was just great to see how from the beginning to here. It was for sure. I I heard some people liking um that uh Woody is um Woody is Tony Stark. Yeah. And okay. that uh Buzz is Captain America. Okay. And so they're sure. learning the same lessons. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it it was definitely a really really good story, and that's probably one my one of my favorite things leading in as a good lead in is my favorite thing was Gabby Gabby yeah and how Gabby Gabby played into all that and Woody the the thing that got me the most I'm gonna start it out too <laughs> I know I'm just the, saying it's so good <laughs> the thing that got me the most was when Woody sacrificed his, his voice box for Gabby Gabby yeah so the the main part of the story is Gabby is like one of those pull string dolls where the you yep. pull the string and they'd say voice phrases but Gabby was had a, a defect and her voice box never worked so she was stuck in this antique shop because she'd never known the love of a child so all she wanted was to find another toy who had a, the same exact model voice box so that she could finally have one and get to love a child, specifically yeah. this girl, little girl Harmony. And then in walks Woody. And then Woody, who happens to have the same exact one, so she wants to get his voice box so she can finally have her fun in the sun. And they do such a good job of making her and the ventriloquist doll so uber creepy oh at the gosh, beginning. those friggin... They did such a good job in that whole thing where they're wheeling the... The, the baby bassinet, carriage bassinet and Woody gets in and she's being all creepy and moving her head and blinking her eyes. Yeah, I mean, what was the name of those the ventriloquist dummies? This starts with the B, like Bertrand. Benson. Benson's, yes. Yeah. Um Thank just, you, Benson. I loved her whole story arc and how it played mm-hmm. so well into Woody's. Yeah. And what and and Forky's and their kind of character development. And then how at the end Woody then sacrificed himself for her too. Yeah. And it was just it was it was great. It was beautiful. And then her at the end, how he's going to go take her to introduce her to Bonnie, but then she sees the little girl. Yeah. That's lost. Um, that was one. That's my favorite part of the whole story was, was Gabby Gabby. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I just realized, this isn't necessarily one of my top three, but the one thing Toy Story does is they do a great job of building up this environment that they're in. So in the first Toy Story, they really build up Andy's room. 
mm-hmm. and Pizza Planet, Sid's Room, like they make these environments seem very realistic. And then Toy Story 2, Al's Room, the Toy Barn, they really make it seem like these great room. And then the play, the daycare, and in this yeah. one, the antique shop. So they do a great job. They did a great at, job at setting you in this, Like you feel like you're actually there. Yeah. The fair was good too. They did yeah. a really good job with the fair and the rides and them hiding under the rides mm-hmm. and stuff. And, um, all right. What's your number two thing? My number two thing. Uh, like I was kind of alluding to earlier, it's a great way to end the Woody saga. Yeah. It's a good way to kind of have a nice send off for Woody because, spoiler, Woody ends up finding the main, another plot of the movie is he finds Bo Peep, who he hasn't seen in a really long time. <laughs> And he ends up leaving Bonnie to spend the rest of his life traveling around with the carnival yeah. with Bo Peep. And it's making, fun. Making saw, kids happy. I saw a meme online that <laughs> said that uh, Woody, Woody traded all of his friends for a girl. <laughs> 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 like, what kind of story is that? I'm like, oh, I guess good Bros point. before hoes, I guess not. <laughs> Toys before boys? It was know. a good wrap-up for him because he was... I think it was the second one... He was so worried about being a lost toy. Yeah. And he didn't want to be one. And this one, he's like, Yeah, because they're like, oh, like, Andy's going to grow up. And then that's at the end of Toy Story 2. Like, well, I know he's going to grow up, but we're going to enjoy it while we while we can. Yeah. So that's that's the main premise of the second one is even though Gandy's growing older, they're going to enjoy every day. Mm-hmm. And so now this, this time they can enjoy every day and make other kids happy and have fun. At the same time. Yeah. And enjoy playtime. Uh, my my second thing, a lot of my favorites are all a lot of character stuff, really. Mm-hmm. But I really liked um, Ducky and Bunny. Oh, yeah. Key, yeah, Key and Peele's characters. And not necessarily... Not necessarily their characters as a whole, but... That they're, they, were, they were there to appeal to the new generation. Yeah. So... You have all these characters that we're used to and growing up with, and when we were kids, we're different. But for this generation, everything's got to be a lot more slapsticky. Yeah, it's very witty, sarcastic, and witty, jokes. sarcastic, quick, and just kind like of wacky joke, like wacky joke. Whenever they did the little cutaway jokes where they're talking about like jumping on the old lady or yeah. turning into giant animals and just destroying the carnival, and they're like, "No, that's not going to work." <laughs> that that's just kind of this generation where they're used to like Family Guy or The Simpsons, where they have these just like wacky outlandish adventure time and all that kind of stuff yeah and um in uh teen titans go yeah and and i think it just really kind of because i think without them it would have been really sappy and even more emotional i think they brought a lot of levity to it Mm -hmm. and with that i can tie it in with ducky and bunny is this toy story was really funny it was yeah i mean there was a lot of laugh out loud moments there were like it, it yeah. you're right it seemed like they were trying really hard not trying hard but they did a great job of having funny moments mm-hmm. along with the warm-hearted moments yeah they did a good job with that and 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 i really did like ducky and bunny and the cutaway scenes and kind of how they played that in and the first cutaway scene you're like what the fuck is it's going like, on i like I'm, i remember seeing that in the trailer i was like oh that's funny yeah and that and uh so that was really good so uh, what's your third one? My third one is they did a great job, kind of like what you just said, making all the other characters feel lovable too. Even the ba- even like the bad guy, like Gabby Gabby, like the in the end you kind of feel for these characters, so they're all very warm-hearted 
characters. Like mm-hmm. they don't just they're not mean because they're mean and jaded. They they have reasons and they're all and in the end they're all just lovable and fun. Yeah, and that makes a perfect villain, really. Yeah. We perfect you... villain is you have to you have to sympathize or empathize with the villain a How little bit. How much would you have liked it if it was like a Kingpin action figure and it was voiced by Vincent D'Onofrio? That would have been amazing. Gabby, I'm <laughs> going to rule the antique shop. <laughs> First, let's kill my father with a hammer. <laughs> go down to the hardware store. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, Mr. Woody, I'll make you a deal. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. They were just, they're all lovable. I did not do three favorite things. You I didn't do three? Did two, right? Okay. Yeah, two so far for you. Yeah. My third favorite was... <laughs> I think it's... Did I actually write mine down and you didn't? Yeah, That's I didn't write mine down. <laughs> <laughs> Flip, flippy flop. Um, I really enjoyed. What was I gonna say? Oh, duh! I can cut that out. <laughs> My third favorite part was Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. And because a lot of people were saying he was gonna be the villain, it seemed like he was gonna be the villain. Like yeah. a lot of the cuts were like of these like sly looks he was making mm-hmm. so i i was thinking he was gonna be the villain yeah and a couple other people i talked to thought he was too and he was just more kind of comedic relief yeah um but he was great and keanu did a great job voicing him yeah and all the canadian bits were really really good um i think they have a great if they wanted to they yes, have a great idea canada. for a spinoff yes we canada yeah <laughs> um so that was really fun how about your um three least favorite things I only wrote down one because it's the only thing I could think of. And it, okay, in my opinion, they didn't have enough Buzz, Jesse, and OG toys. Yep, like they I, we've fallen in love with these characters for over the last twenty years, twenty four years now. Yeah, and we spent a lot of time with Woody and Bo Peep, and not that much. Like Buzz was in it a good amount, but not that much. Not that much, really. Jesse was barely in it. Rex was barely obviously Mr. Potato Head couldn't be in it too much because yeah. um the actor who, who voiced yeah. him well, I can't think of his name now passed away uh, Don Rickles passed Don away Rickles. a year and, did you hear what they did for that though I did so I thought that was really awesome so they took a lot of unused um footage not footage but unused recordings, recordings from the other yeah. movies video games and stuff because he was really it. looking forward to being in the mm-hmm. movie. And his family was like, hey, can even though he passed away, he couldn't record. Can you please yeah. make sure he's used? So they took a lot of unused recordings from... I can't... He didn't even have that many lines. Not really. really. So they it was good what they did with him, but... Yeah. But still, that's my biggest regret is we didn't get too much with them because they mostly spent their time in the RV. Only Buzz really left. They did, yeah. And, and that was going to be my major point was the... Um, Although, let me a little caveat real quick. I think Tony Hale did a great job as Forky. Forky was great and Forky fun. was good. And at first, when you first start, saw the first couple trailers, you're like, what the hell are yeah. they going to do with this? Trash. <laughs> um, my kind of issue... So, my one of my issues was the same as yours. A lot of the side characters didn't get enough time. Characters of that main character that were main characters in the other movies just kind of got pushed to the side. Yeah. Um, my other issue was that Bonnie could just create life like she is a god, and they didn't really explain <laughs> that at all. 
It's just kind of weird per se. It's just probably the idea that once it becomes a toy to you, that I guess it can come to life. Come, yeah, I just thought that was a little strange and not explained very well. But like I guess you don't really need that? to explain it. Yeah, we just have what a Randy Newman song: "Toys Alive." He's the toy. The toy to come to life. <laughs> Came to life with love and he's alive now to live in fork. Um, and then the other thing that was a little far fetched for me was um you're gonna tear me apart on this. <laughs> we'll see. The whole like R V thing where uh-huh. like Woody and Forky get thrown out the window, and now they're just gonna walk miles and random and find the RV and find them. Everything just was like too perfect. I I can agree with you and, on that one. And both people just happen to be at that antique shop. Okay, that at this part, random you need to, you need stop. To cool your jets because you always like it would be a terrible story if they just <laughs> <laughs> there. That's what makes it so whimsical. But um, being thrown out of the RV, you kind of have to think about, like, wow, for a toy, it's going to take, like, ten times longer for them to catch up to them. Yeah. Instead of, like, oh, they did it overnight. Like, you would have thought, like, maybe they hopped on a also, like, they car knew, or something. Like, they somehow knew where they were going. It's not like Woody has a cell phone to be like, hey, uh, Jesse, which, where do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> I think they tried to explain that away by him seeing the sign or something. Maybe. I don't but know. that that was a little rough for me of Torky Forky flying, and then them like, Trash! and then at the end when they're driving the RV and stuff, it just was a little. It was a stretch. I mean, they were kind of driving. The and RV. I know we're talking about toys and doing <laughs> magical stuff, and toys can't talk anyways. But that just some of that stuff seemed a little bit of a stretch for me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, we kind of got to realize that they're somewhat real. Like in the first Toy Story when uh, he's doing like the creepy possessed thing when he's like talking to Sid. Yeah. So we really need to go, so play nice. And Sid's like, wah! <laughs> so we realize these toys have, are, lives, and have lives and that they they can interact with people if they yeah. wish to. That was pretty badass when he did that to Sid, though. Yeah. Um. All right, Tom. So, what's your overall? So, we do five star rating, right? Ten star. We do. We do do a ten. It's been a while. <laughs> we do do a ten star rating. Uh, out of ten stars, what do you give it? I give it a nine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm close to that. I think I give it an eight, eight probably. Yeah. Uh, it, I cried a lot during this movie. Yeah, this one like I really, really tugs did. at your heartstrings. Um, I cried in the first two minutes. Mm-hmm. I started crying when, when Bo, they did the recap. When they part. did the, yeah, you know, they did the recap with Bo leaving. Yeah, and she's trying to get Woody to come in the box, and he's getting ready to, and he's got his hands on there, and then Andy's like, "Where's Woody? I can't find Woody." And, he and you back. just he's looking at Bo, and they're making eye contact, and as soon as, soon as as soon as as soon as Andy says that, you see Bo just like her face, like, oh. and he's like, I can't. And then and then they don't like Woody's hands just let go of the box. And yeah. as soon as I'm like, oh my he god, steps, he steps back and he's yeah. like, I can't do it. That that was when it first like, like he hit gave me. Up true love. Well, I guess it's love in both capacities. Like he yeah. loves Andy and he loves Bo. But that was rough for me. So that first he had and to then sacrifice love for duty. And that that was bad. And then um, I cried a couple more times throughout, 
When when you find out when I when I tell you, f- you what I was I was so upset when Bonnie went to school and she wasn't making any friends. I was like, how could you not be friends with that little angel? I know, Look at right? her face. <laughs> All the light of the world is in that little girl. And then when uh, Gabby Gabby was telling her story to Forky and reading yeah. the book, ah, uh, that got me misty, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I was like, I love this character. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, right when. She saw that little girl is when I just lost it. And then mm-hmm. I went, <gasps> well, what got me started was when, like, so she's got the new voice box and she puts herself so Harmony can see. Oh, it. that did get that. And then Harmony's looking at it. Okay. And her grandma's like, oh, you can take her with you if you want. She's like, nah. And then she throws her in the box. I'm like, no, you Your little heart bitch. Just breaks. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. evil. Harmony's the worst. <laughs> And then uh, the very the very end when they're when they do the thing I don't remember exactly how it played out, but when Woody and Buzz say to Infinity and Beyond at the same time, yeah. like when when uh, Woody's like, you can let her she she won't miss you, and then you're and then you're kind of like oh no he's got to let go to Bo and Buzz is like Bonnie Bonnie will be okay, and you're like. <gasps> oh like Buzz and, you're and the Buzz best. Buzz is like saying goodbye. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty rough. They, oh, uh, man. yeah, they, I, I think that's the Pixar movie. I, uh, up is Coco. Music. Coco. Oh my gosh, I was like, I cried. A, up tear, was at the end of Coco. I was like, yeah. <laughs> up for me. I only really cried at the first, at the beginning. That beginning is a sad part. That the mo- rest of it's the very montage at the beginning. Coco. I was a mess during Coco well, too. The end of it was like a doozy. Yeah, but I think this was the one I've cried during the most. Mm-hmm. It was pretty hardcore. Yeah. Overall, good movie. If you haven't seen it, we're sorry we just spoiled the whole sorry. movie for you. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you're listening, but whatever. Because you love uh, my Randy Newman impression. <laughs> you want to hear more Randy Newman. I love how it's on. Never mind, I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> I have no idea where you're going. Don't say it. it. It was a great movie, though. I think we both really kind of enjoyed it. Um, Kind of. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I I did want to give a quick little shout out too, mm-hmm. um, to another thing I kind of watched. Um, and I know we talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I did say kind of enjoyed it. Didn't yeah. I? We really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, can't um, <laughs> I give it two Randy's. You got a friend of me. Um. <laughs> Anyway. We're gonna make you cry. Uh, <laughs> yours is better. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do, baby. Okay, I I watched I binge watched the Chef show on Netflix. Oh, with John Favreau. It was John Favreau and um, Chef Roy. I think uh-huh. is his name. Okay, he was at runs food trucks, and it is a very geek centric kind of cooking show. Oh yeah, it's based. Oh, yeah. It's based off of um the the Chef movie, which I haven't it, seen yet. It but used it, to be on Netflix. I don't know. And then it's got John Favreau, Sofia Vergara, and yeah. a few other names in it. And it's a, and and so the Chef show is all about John Favreau for the for the Chef movie learned how to cook. Yeah. So this guy taught him how to cook. Oh, okay. And then so the Chef show is them rehashing all those recipes oh, cool. and stuff, but. They're doing it all a lot during the filming of all the Marvel movies. Because if you know much about Marvel movies, John Favreau is... He directed a few. He directed a few. He's them. weaved all into those yeah. movies. He's happy. And so... He's um, so happy. 
they have an episode with Gwyneth Paltrow and they talk about the Avengers. Then have an episode with RDG, RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland in it. The Russo brothers are in an episode. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, so it's, it's really good show and it's, it's definitely worth checking out. It's really bingeable. It's only like six episodes. So I figured since we're a food and geek podcast. Yeah. I had to at least kind of give it's that like show a shout out. Worlds, so it yeah. makes sense. So, um, it is a really cool show. So definitely, if you like us, you'll like that show. All right, Tom. Coolio. Ready, buddy? Ready. Video game pick of the week. I don't know why I'm doing Sesame Street. I was trying to do the Mario theme. <laughs> games. Okay, can you sing the Sesame Street in Randy Newman's voice? Sunny days, watching the cloud away. Sunny days, where the air is free. Can you tell me how to game? My name's Randy Newman. How you get to Sesame Street? Okay, Whew, that was good. <laughs> good job, bravo! Yay. Thanks for dancing for me, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom. So um, you did fill me up with spaghetti, so it's only fair. <laughs> so there was another thing that happened a couple weeks ago that I haven't really looked at much because I was waiting for you to tell me all about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what happened a couple weeks ago? So a couple weeks ago was the Electronic Entertainment Expo, also known as E3. Oh, man. It's a big expo conference that happens once a year, usually around Ju- uh, June, uh, late May, early June, where they go over different video game stuff, often sometimes movie things, but mostly it's all revolved around upcoming video games. Uh, so they'll debut games, trailer show trailers, gameplay of stuff. So it's pretty much video game palooza. Yeah, I saw some videos of people. Uh, Jack Black has a new video game channel. Yeah, he has a YouTube channel. Where he plays. It's called Jablinski. Jablinski oh. Games, I guess and this. he did a video of him at E3. So that's oh, the only awesome. thing I've seen about E3. So, so why don't you give us the three top highlights? Three top highlights. Man, there were so many games like. I'm looking forward to in this one, like 2020. I'm not gonna have any money because I'm just gonna be buying all the games. Sorry, I'm limiting you to three. I know. I, I have like <laughs> at least 15 games here, but I'll oh limit my to gosh! Three. So first thing I know I want to uh, talk to you about is uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. So they showed some gameplay. They showed some mechanics of the fighting and stuff. But one thing I thought was really interesting. So they kind of show you on this level, you're in like a swampy level, and you see like a Adat walking in the swamp, and he's like climbing on the moss up the leg, and he hijacks it, and he's in the cockpit. Then all of a sudden, you see this person land on the windshield, and it's Saul Guerrero. No way, and it really? It sounded like Forrest Whitaker too. So, oh wow! So it's actually going to take place right within our movie universes. So, Very cool. So it sounds like it's going to be pretty sweet. So when does this, what is the timeline on this so game? I think it takes place probably maybe like a deck, maybe five to ten years before Rogue One. Okay, all right. Because it's just after, I think a few years after. So Ex- in between. Ex- Order 66. In between Revenge of the Sith and A and, New Hope. Yeah. Or Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One, I I'm guess I'm pretty sure it's like say. not too long after Ex- Order 66 happens. Okay. Because that's what you are, is you're a. You're a Padawan who avoided being executed. Oh, all right. Very and nice. He's grown up a little bit. That's kind of cool they got Saul Guerrero in it. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, <laughs> Saul Guerrero. It's a good impersonation. Eh? Not even close. 
didn't <laughs> I hit my vape. <laughs> my vape. <laughs> Jim, give me the cute thing, and I'm gonna. I'm a terrorist. I'm a space pirate terrorist. With robot legs. My eye is um, funky, but it's not for the rule. It's was, just like that all the time. They cast me because of my funky eye. They call me Funky Eye Guy. <laughs> you want me to point it in a specific direction? <laughs> Where's the camera? <laughs> oh man. Um the next big thing that I think is probably the biggest noteworthy is Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. So it's it looks like it's a first person kind of action shooter RPG. And so the point is is that I'm assuming it takes place in the year 2077. Uh human augmentations kind of through the thing. You're kind of like this guy who's caught in the middle of everything and there's like gangs and stuff. And so it gets to the point where you go to this guy's house, this apartment, and they're like augmenting and stuff, like everybody has robotic arms. It gets in a scuffle. You're like taking people, like your arms like split open and blades come out, so you're like cutting people Holy up. Holy crap. But ultimately, they end up beating you, and they throw you in a dumpster. And so or, and so you wake up in like this landfill, and all of a sudden you see this like figure come towards you, and he's got, um, and it, you all, you, this guy comes up, shadowy figure's like, oh, he looks familiar. He's like, Gotta get up. Come on, we got shit to do. And he takes the glass off. Boom, Keanu Reeves. Oh. So Keanu Reeves is playing a big role Very in cool. this game. And so at E3, once they did the trailer, Keanu Reeves comes out. That's where you see, like, I don't know if you, a lot of the meme where it's like, you're breathtaking. Yeah. That's yeah. That happened at E3. Okay. And uh, it's funny. So the guy's like, it's breathtaking. And Keanu Reeves is like, you're breathtaking. And you get a copy <laughs> of the game. Oh, nice. So the guy who said that gets a copy of the game when it comes out. Very cool. So that's where that meme comes from and all that stuff. Okay. And the game just looks really cool. And the, the I don't know if they, they didn't really show too much actual in-game footage yet. What system is it for? I think it's for PS4, Xbox, not okay. Switch, because there's no way it could handle that. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's really cool, nice, cool story, and futuristic and neat. Nice. Man, the thing is, like, there's so many cool games. You can just... So, did they give any announcements about um, consoles? Uh, they kind of been announcing stuff, but not at E3. Like, they announced they're going to be working on the, the PlayStation 5 and then the next Xbox console. Like, the main thing they announced is complete backwards compatibility. So nice. on the PlayStation 5, you can play PS1, 2, 3, and 4 games, and 5. That's pretty awesome. People so have like, been asking for that for a long yeah, time. same thing with Xbox. They're going to kind of completely open yeah. that up. And so if I had a PS5 and you still have a PS4, we could still play. Like if we had the same that's game, awesome. we could still play it. That's really cool. So that's one thing they kind of announced around that time. So other than that, it was all games, Oh, huh? so many games. Like I'm just going to do a quick list of all the games I'm looking forward to. So we okay. got Luigi's Mansion 3, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which comes out next week. Yeah. Week, week and a half. Uh, Halo Infinite, Gears of War 5, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Cyberpunk, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which got John Barthol in it. Ooh. So that looks pretty interesting. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. He's going to grunt and rub his head a lot, uh. probably. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Doom Eternal. I have and then, seen that. I've seen trailers. Dragon Ball for that. Z Kakarot. Nice, lots of stuff. So lots of cool games coming out. Most of them next year, some this year. Very cool. What is that new? Didn't they announce a new Avengers game too? Yes. Oh my gosh, how did I not talk about that? That game too. 
So they announced Square Enix and Marvel for the longest time had announced they were going to be working on a project together. And we had no information, so everyone was speculating they are going to finally drop it. So boom, they finally dropped it. Marvel's The Avengers. So this is something that you need to get. <laughs> I need to get. Because it's got four-player co-op. Nice. Basically, it sounds like it's a an action RPG where you kind of play as a, a Marvel he- Avengers hero. And you can level them up. Build them up. And do learn abilities and, and stuff it, like that it's is it more based is it based off the movies or is it more like it's, comics it's probably more comic based but it's like it's side by side with the movie okay i don't know the i only saw thing they the, show you is you're like in san francisco and this uh, event happens and you just see the avengers kind of come in and save the day and they kind of all look like they're on crack <laughs> the character designs are pretty rough not really. and i don't know if they're they're permanent or not, but that Black Widow, man, she looked like she was like a man who was transgender and wanted to be wow. Black Widow. <laughs> pretty rough, bro. I'm just saying, man, it looked pretty bad. <laughs> they looked fine. Like, if you were expecting them to look like the, you know, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr., I think. I crazy. mean, I didn't expect Black Widow to look like a dude. <laughs> I don't think she looked like a dude. Calm down. Are you pulling it up I'm right now? I'm pulling it up. And uh, Thor looked pretty rough, too. But I get it. I know they're not going to look... You don't want them to look exactly like the actors. But, you know, the problem is that at a certain point, you're so used to seeing them like yeah, that. We've, we've kind of had them in our face for, what, 19 years now of these people? Well, 10 years. Not you're 19. Right. Sorry, 2009. Doi. I don't know why I thought, like, 2010 was 19 years ago. It's okay, Tom. I'm wrong every once in a while. It feels like it. It feels like I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) F you, man. (laughs) No, it feels like 19 years. It feels like they've been, these movies have been a part of our lives, our whole lives. It does. It's crazy. Ah, 2020. So that comes out March of next year, the Avengers game. But if you pre-order it for PlayStation, they're going to do a beta. But the PlayStation 4 people are going to get it earlier access to the beta. Nice. Very so cool. that's why I think you and I should get it so we can... Uh, yeah. I'm going to Hulk smash. I'm down. You can do whatever. You can I'll be a uh, transgender Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Be Thor. <laughs> Where have you been? Uh, who are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Natasha. I'm Natasha Romanoff. Who do you think I am? Who you are? <laughs> Why do you have an Adam's apple? You <laughs> <laughs> look like a man. You're just, just crazy. All right. You don't think so? No. no. I guess it's just me. I'm transphobic, I guess. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I'm not. I am totally inclusive. T- inclusive. We exclusivity. Like all of That's my middle name. It's Matt Man Exclusivity. Matt Man. Exclusivity? Matt Exclusivity. Matt Man Inclusivity. <laughs> Matt Inclusivity Man. That's how. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time. You ready? All righty. Food pick of the week. <laughs> Have you, you've never been over. Trying to throw shit at me, huh? That's what you get for being transphobic. I'm not transphobic. <laughs> Don't start a rumor, bitch. Um, we'll let the internet decide for themselves. Oh, have you? So, have you ever been to? You've never been overseas, really. The furthest I've ever been 
is Alaska, but I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't call that overseas. You've been to you've been to you have been to Alaska. You went on a cruise. Yeah. Um. All right. So your friends though went overseas. Yep. The Jays. I'm gonna call them the J and J. The Jays. The Jays. I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jays are the bees. The knees. Bee. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, and they got you some snacks and goodies, and you kept some of the goodies. I, I ate most of them, but I kept some for us. For us to try. I yeah. took a picture. Uh, it's on our Instagram check by out now. Our Instagram. Go there, check it out. Uh, what is it, Tommy Two Stars? My friends went to the land down under. They bought snacks the and plunder. The thunder. We live in Florida. Can you hear the thunder? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, they brought me something that I say for us is they brought me different types of jerkies. So I got mm. emu jerky, kangaroo jerky, or roo jerky. As it's it in says. like a little three pack, and then croc jerky. Ooh, croc jerky, like killer croc jerky. We are going to. We've got your scent, Batman. <laughs> Ooh, what's that smell? Ooh, that's me. Um, 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 <laughs> I taste delicious. I'm delicious. Um, I feel bad for Roo that they cut him up and put him in a packet. Oh, bother. <laughs> Honeysuckling root. <laughs> um, have you ever had any of these meats? Uh, I think I've had emu before. Okay. Or ostrich. I've had. But a- never the other. I've had like alligator, but not croc. I have had alligator. Yes. Gator and bites. I have I not had the other. Gator bites are delicious. But in the thing with jerky, though, is once it's jerky, it kind of tastes like jerky, right? Yeah, it's going to be seasoned, so it might not yeah. really get the full flavor of, like, if you go to Australia and have, like, yeah. a kangaroo So tail. we have not tried this jerky yet. Mm-mm. We do like jerky, though. Tom and I like our meat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I like Matt's meat, too. Oh, well, don't tell everybody. Uh, <laughs> and so this is the first time we we're trying this jerky. We're going to try it at the same time. So which one did you grab first? I grabbed the emu first. Okay. Was there two pieces and yeah, perfect. It's, it's pretty wow, close that's pretty pieces. perfect. Okay, it's got a jerky smell it's to it, like, like cliche it jerky kinda, smell. Kind of smells like soy sauce a little. A little. Are we gonna make uh, like uh, ASMR noises? While <laughs> there we, we go it? again. It's my most favorite thing. Hmm. Oh, it's jerky. Yeah, but it's not like. It's got an interesting taste to it. Hmm. It's definitely not like beef jerky or turkey jerky. It does have an interesting flavor. Hmm. It does not taste like beef jerky. Hmm. Or turkey jerky. It's not bad. It's not a type of jerky I'd eat often. Apparently... I learned this because my friends were telling me as they came back, Australians don't really jerk meat very much. (laughs) 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 I know. They don't make jerky very often. No? No, they usually just like season it and stuff like that, but they don't really do jerky. And they just put it on the barbie? Yeah, usually. Throw it right on the barbie. So only like, really, you can only get jerky like this in like souvenir shops. Mmm. Emu, soy. That's why I got the soy. Mm, okay. Worcestershire. Like the sauce? <laughs> K-Cap, manis. I don't know what that is. I Garlic, pepper, sugar, lemon, myrtle. Okay. Hmm. Not bad. All right. What's next? What, your yeah. turn. You choose. It's different. It's like it doesn't have a strong, distinctive flavor, 
But it definitely has a different flavor. Yeah. Oh, we're going, we're going down under with the roux. Here we're we going go. Roux. We're going for the roux. Oh, Ooh. shit. Now, this Dropped definitely has a more jerky, right. jerky smell. Almost, yeah. Almost has like a sardine smell. It almost has that. Some jerkies have like almost like a dog food smell. Yeah. And that's got this going for it. All right. It's like when you open up a dog food bag. Yeah, a little bit. Like, <laughs> it's bacon. <laughs> hmm. Very peppery. Do an ASMR. Mm-hmm. People like they just fast forward and do this part. Oh my gosh, this is awful. <laughs> it is. Pre- <laughs> no, it this is- isn't awful. Uh- I just mean like listening to us. Like, oh, this- <laughs> listen to this garbage. It is pretty peppery. Yeah. Hmm. I feel bad for eating kangaroo. <laughs> I'll just put it in honey. Ooh, it's a little peppery. Yeah. Again, because it's jerky. Yeah, we're missing out on some of the. Flavors. You don't get much flavor other than like jerky seasoning. I was told because they had kangaroo up there that it's very gamey tasting, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. How did they have it prepared? I don't know. I think it's seasoned. I know mostly they do at the tails while yeah. they pretty much eat. I think that's what they have, my friends. J and J, shout out. It's a little tender. Mm-hmm. All right. Croc jerky. Ready? It's the only one left. Crocky, let's do this. We bite back. Ooh, this is an interesting color to it. It looks fishy almost. Yeah. I'll give you the Which big kind of makes sense. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, if you ever seen fish jerky, like salmon jerky. I don't think I've ever had that. Salmon jerky is pretty young. I like salmon, so I would. And I think both of these have the same seasonings as pretty much the emu did. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Now this one definitely has a different flavor to the meat, I think, than the other ones did. Well, I don't know. In my opinion, it's like the least flavorful. Well, it's fishy kind of. A little, yeah, I can kind of taste the fishiness. It's pretty tough. Yeah, it's very tough. It's almost like eating their armored skin. Um, it reminds me of something. You remind me of a food that I once ate. Ribs. Ribs? That's what it reminds me of. Okay. Like rib meat, like... Like the, you know, the, say from your nearest Outback Steakhouse. You know when, when you eat like the back end kind of film part on the back of the ribs, that yeah. chewy kind of cartilage part. About, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Pretty interesting. Hmm. So, yeah. uh, I, I guess if you've ever tried any of these meats not as jerky and you would like to give us some comments on it, yeah, let us know. Feel free to do that, but it's pretty interesting. Thank you, Jay and Jay, Jay and for Jay. the yummy snacks of awesome jerky. Awesome, Thank you, guys. Mm, I'm so... I'm going to have to... Mm, I'm going <laughs> to cut this part out because I'm going to be chewing for a minute. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> mm. So I think what we got to do is possibly travel to these areas and try, like, 
fillets of these mm. meats. Oh, Authentic awesome. tail and gator tail. Can and we feed it to each other too? Yeah, hell yeah. Mm. Hey, yeah, yeah, no worries. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready? <clears throat> All right. Geek news. Super geek news. What's up? Going down. Ooh. Go and check the super geek news channel. That was beautiful. Thanks. Kevin Feige is amazing. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. Okay. He is. <laughs> he looks like a. All right. I'm not going to make fun of Kevin Feige, but he's, he's the whole reason why we have the Marvel I know, Cinematic he's the Universe. Amazing man, I will agree with you 100. percent When Without Fox him, was trying to do X Men, he was trying to get them to do his version of X Men. And wanted to build the whole universe behind Which it. Probably would have been amazing. And then once they didn't kind of let him do his thing, that's when he left the kind of the Disney thing. And uh, everything he's given us is amazing. But he had an article, a interview with somebody recently, and they were talking about possible casting choices. And um, so they uh, in the article they asked him about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And he confirmed. That they've been talking to Keanu for quite some time. Oh, wow. Um, Just like they were with... Uh, who... um, well, he was talking to... There was another actor that they're... Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas? Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael Douglas wanted to be in a movie, and so they were just trying to find the right part for Michael Douglas forever. Yeah. And he said it was the same way with some other people that want to be... They want to find the right parts for these people. So Keanu, they've been talking about for several different characters. They even talked about him for Doctor Strange, I guess. Okay, I can but see But nothing that. just ever kind of felt right or fell into place. Yeah. So they said that right now they're in pretty serious talks about this one character. And ideally, they hope it works to place. And but they didn't release who? Yeah, they didn't say who. Ah, those jerks. Um, a lot of people are saying that they're going to cast him in um, The Eternals. Okay. So that's supposed to be one of the... They're not going to be releasing... The new lineup officially until oh, Spider-Man's over, Far From Home is done. Right. Then they're going to release the new official lineup like for Guardians Facebook. Volume Three yeah. and Black Panther Two. But um, Keanu is supposed to be in something. Supposedly they cast Angelina Jolie in Eternals as well, hmm. which is kind of weird. Um, but so yeah, we could get Keanu in an MCU movie, which would be amazing. That'd be pretty cool. He's already in. He's in Toy Story, so he's 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 tiptoed his way into the Disney yeah. universe. So if you remember a while back, two years we've been doing this for a while. We do it quite a while, yeah. But two to three years ago, when Pokemon Go came out, mm-hmm. we had talked about how amazing would it be if Harry Potter came out with a game like Pokemon Go. Yeah, and they just did. Shaboom! Have you downloaded it yet? Nope. Nope. Just like I didn't download Pokemon <laughs> Go. <laughs> it's called uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. It is based in the future of when Harry becomes an or. An or? Okay, cool. And uh, and everything else. And Hermione's somebody important or whatever. I mean, basically, somebody went through and they um, trapped spells and magical creatures and other people in this third dimension or something mm-hmm. and you have to go and rescue them all okay and so you're going around and you're casting spells to free people still the same so, concept where you have like portals and stuff like where they had um what was that game i forget what was before pokemon go that started this oh i don't it remember. was like it had all these portals and you had to attack and defend your portals i forget what that game was called by google huh. 
which then led to Pokemon Go. Help build the mainframe to make Pokemon Go. Okay. And so you go in and they, they're trapped and you're going to cast all these spells with your fingers and mm-hmm. free them. And it's just like Pokemon Go, you're walking around the camera. It is very in-depth mm-hmm. um, and scared me. <laughs> I started to play for like 10 minutes and I was like, oh man, I need like free time to do this. So yeah. I haven't checked it out too much. It is very overly produced. It's crazy produced and the stories and the videos and... And I don't think it's got a lot of great fan reaction yet. I don't think it's I been... Hear, I've seen a few things about it. Been around, but it's but nowhere near the craze that Pokemon Go Not Pokemon Go, was. Go levels anywhere, no. Pokemon Go was crazy. I think Pokemon Go has a much larger fan base than the Harry Potter fan base. You think Pokemon has a larger fan base than the Harry Potter fan base? Yeah, I said it. So I'd say like you have, like what, the British Isles, America... Maybe a few other other countries versus Pokemon is just like Everywhere all of Asia, all of Europe, okay. America. I guess I could see that. I would think Harry Potter fans are more rabid than Pokemon fans <laughs> are. They're more like into their stuff. Well, if they get too crazy. <laughs> 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 My Jerry, um, Jerry Seinfeld trying to be a, a wizard. My <laughs> But if any of you want to add my uh, gamer tag for that Your wizard, wizard game, called. you can, um, but I have only played once. So briefly. <laughs> what you're it's, saying is you can add me, but I ain't going to do shit for yeah. you. And maybe eventually I'll start <laughs> playing some more, but it's Darth Matman, obviously. Okay. Um, or my email. You're supposed to put that to, code down, right? And then they can code? just you like put your wizard code. See, I don't even know, bro. That's <laughs> what I've been seeing on Facebook. It's like, here's my code, so add me. All right, I'll have to look at what my code is, and maybe I'll share it with you guys on Instagram or something. Okay. Um, keep an eye out. Yeah, but who, who knows? I'm I'm too deep into words with friends. Codus unlockicus. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm stuck in cell phone gaming from seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Kids still playing Bejeweled? <laughs> Bejeweled and Flappy Bird? Is that a thing? You kids still play the Angry Birds? <laughs> Y'all still play Pac Man on MySpace? Our tablet has Flappy Bird on it. Really? We oh, snap. Try- you could sell that. Yeah, I heard you could. Maybe we need some dope. Maybe not anymore. Like, I think yeah, Flappy Bird's kind of flapped its way Flappy out. Flappy Bird not anymore. Fuck Flappy Bird. Give me some wizards. Avengers Endgame re release happened this weekend. That's right. And they still have not beaten. They're Avatar. like twenty, like less than a hundred million, from what I remember seeing away. Yeah, they're still pretty close, but it doesn't look like it's gonna do it. You I had, so? I was excited to go see it until I read spoilers about what they put what in the it. Deleted stuff or added materials. And it's nothing good. So, did did you read the spoilers of what it was? No. All right, it's it's not. They do like a tribute to Stan. Yeah, I remember that. There's a deleted scene. And then um, something else that's not anything great. Well, it's not fair. You've already seen it three times. I've only seen it twice. You've seen it five times? Yeah, that's the final count. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll go see it one more time. <laughs> it was good. Uh, but the re-release, like, I was hoping it was going to be something big, big. <laughs> like four Sup- hours long? Supposedly, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Has a mind-blowingly crazy end credit scene. Really? But they people said that about Endgame, and there wasn't a credit scene. So it's like a noise, which I'm I'm curious how Endgame. Yeah. yeah, it's got that like hammer on the anvil noise or whatever it is. I guess we'll find out. I'm curious to see how Far From Home plays out. Yeah. So hopefully their um credit scene is is a lot better. 
And then we're going to end on some sad note, Tom. Uh, well, it's not really too sad. But thinkgeek.com, the URL, is yeah. closing down. Uh-oh. So they're doing a sale. Uh, they, yes, that's, that's, I've I seen that. It's 50% off. Site-wide, yeah. Site-wide. A while ago, um, I thought it was GameStop bought ThinkGeek, but I read an article, ThinkGeek bought GameStop. I think it's the other way around. That's what I thought, too. And then the article I read just last week said that it was Think Geek bought GameStop. Well, that's weird. Yeah, but it could be the other way around. Well, that'd be weird that they're closing their site, but GameStop is still running. Yeah, but Think Geek still has all of their... uh, Well, GameStop's a bigger name than Think Geek. Yeah, true. And so now you're going to have in the GameStops... Already you could see it. Yeah, it's a tab in GameStop.com. Yeah. And then in GameStop stores, the stores they have ThinkGeek products. There's statues in there now. And, and merchandise there too. There's crazy cool amounts. There's a ThinkGeek store. There's there's a GameStop store in Fort Myers. Yeah. And it's pretty large. And the amount of toys and statues and stuff they have is crazy. They got more of that stuff almost than they do video games. With like two years ago, maybe three years ago, when my family and I went up to MegaCon, we stopped by the Orlando International Mall, and they had a ThinkGeek store yes. there. And they had a whole bunch of stuff that. So I did read on thinkgeek.com that they're keeping all their storefronts. They're... They have 44 storefronts in the United States. Okay. And they're keeping all their storefronts. So Think Geek is not going anywhere. Just for OG Think Geek people like I am, I think I got a couple Timmy stickers. Yeah, there. Timmer! I've been ordering from Think Geek for probably 10 years. Yeah, they've been around um, for a while. They've been around for a long time. So many of Christmases, I would order stuff from Think Geek and stuff. So. I think a couple Definitely things you got me for this bit. last Christmas are from Think Geek. You're right. Think Geek was my go-to for Christmas shopping. So kind of a bummer, but they're closing. But with Amazon and stuff taking over the world. Yeah. Um, did you see the video circulating online of the Amazon blimp in a city? And it, it looked like a real video to me, but it's a big blimp and it's Amazoned out and it's got droids coming out of the bottom of it. Really? Or what are those things called? Not drones? Sure. Drones delivering packages. Roger, roger, roger. Scary as fuck. <laughs> so we'll have to look up and see if that video is real. Oh. But you should check that out. So if people want more info about us, Tom, or look, um, it's more the things, Jedi. Or... Halt. Oh. oh, those are droids. Sorry. I've never heard that before. Halt. That's pretty Jedi. good. Ah! You say Roger, Roger? <laughs> roger, Roger. That's pretty good. You're just full of new impersonations. You're darn right, today. I am. Now, could you sing? Um, let's see. Could you make up lyrics to the Star Wars theme, but in say in the voice of Randy Newman? As Randy Newman. So it's like da 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 or maybe it's about Vader and then how it was a thing that was a thing then Ray came in and stole the show maybe it was John Boyega was the dude well it's about Ray and not Carlo Carlo's a bitch you want you bitch you I almost... can't think about what you want it's still a really good Randy Newman impersonation, but when you sing it to the Star Wars theme, it almost sounds like that song from that guy, the slow guy singing the Ding Fries or Dung song. <laughs> Ding Fries or Dung. <laughs> it's got a wrench on the fly and it's a little spacecraft thing. <laughs> hey, you're such a little whiny bitch. <laughs> you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. 
So if people want to find out more about us uh, or see more things about <laughs> us, check Tom, us out on Facebook, go? Instagram, Twitter. Check us out, Deep Fried Geeks. Uh, yeah. Use the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook. Sweet. And then if you want to email us. Email us at um, deepfriedgeeks at gmail.com. Yeah, as always, uh, we don't get any fan mail. But if you want to send us some fan mail, <laughs> we will read your letters on the podcast. Done right. For you. Um, all right, Tommy Two Stars, you want to sing us out? Or re- All right, sorry. Uh, oh, you know what? <gasps> we missed. We skipped something really important, Tom. We did. Oh, my God. What was that? Confessions of a glutton. Oh no! Oh no! That was supposed to be at the beginning. Whoops! I suck. Well, what, what's, so a, we what's wanna, our, well, how much time we got? We got time. Okay. We're at an hour and five minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, we want to do we this. Got, we got five minutes. I don't know. Is our guest still here? He might have left. Father obesity. Father obesity still out there? We're sorry, Father obesity. Uh, stop eating all the communion wafers. He's just <laughs> chugging down the communion wine over Drinking there. Drinking all the communion wine. He's Irish Catholic, um, so he's chugging all the communion wine. Over so, there. so last podcast we started a new segment called. We were calling it Confessions of a Lard Ass. Yeah. Uh, but we had some complaints. Um. And <laughs> So, so we decided to change the we name. We it up a little bit. Yes, to uh, Confessions of a Glutton. Which is, you know, one of the seven deadly sins, so yeah, it just it makes sense that way. And so this is where um, I feel ashamed and guilt-stricken about my um, obesity and uh, gluttonous ways, and I have to We fly in a priest. It's not cheap, you know. Catholic priest, Father Obesity, fresh straight from Ireland. We got a lot of he air miles that we got to use. for us. And he um, gives me my uh, what is it? What do they call that? Uh, confessional. A confessional. Yeah. A little confessional, and we you have do a your, your right your uh, right of confession, <sighs> the sacrament of confession. I don't know if I'm ready for this. This is kind of a deep personal thing. I'm here. just saying, it's up to you, bro. You, you want me to bring him in? Mind zone. All right, let's bring him in. Right, let's bring him in. All right, Father. Let's. Go. Oh, wait. You got to go over in the booth over there. He's already. He's waiting for okay. you. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. Yes, my son. Uh Hello, it's been a long time. It's been kind of hot in this box, sitting here while y'all talking and eating your asses off, eating it. I'm sorry, Father. Crocodiles and emus. <laughs> An anus? Anus. <laughs> uh, that is not I my... I don't know how you say emu over there in Australia, but we talk <laughs> emus. That is not my confession of eating anus, Father. <laughs> it's all right. It's like a pig's anus, and then maybe tripe. Yeah, uh, some tripe and some, <laughs> some other things that we don't actually eat here um, in Ireland. Well, I guess you eat tripe. Forgive me, Father. I've sinned. How long has it been since your last confession? Uh, precisely three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> All right, my son. This is a pretty... What is it you need to confess? All right. So... Sorry. All right. So, uh, the beginning of June, I went on a family vacation. Mm. And we were traveling through the south. The south of where? Uh, the South of America. Oh, okay. South South America. Father. So, like, Paraguay? <laughs> so, no. I'm from South, Ireland. You need to paint like the, the picture South, for me. South, um, like, South. South? Like, of the United States. Like, Louisiana? Like, Louisiana. But it wasn't Louisiana. Oh, it was Louisiana? So, like, Northern like Georgia? <laughs> Will you shut up for a minute, Father? So Are you <laughs> telling me to shut up? <laughs> I'm I forgive you, a, my son. I'm trying I, to have a serious moment here. I'm sorry, my child. I'm feeling very I, guilty about this. I will let you continue this. your confession, and but so, I swear to you, if you yell at me again, I'll have the okay. Holy Father smite you. I apologize. <laughs> forgive me. 
So we were traveling through northern Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, and Tennessee. And not only was I gluttonous on this trip, I was very oh, selfish. One of the seven um, deadly ones. Because we would stop at stop, like rest areas. Mm-hmm. And I would say that I had to go to the bathroom. Right. Um, or when the, my family was in the bathroom. You mean pass away your ex, your, your yes. sins. Yeah. To the um, holy toilet. I would stop and I would lust. Lust? Over, oh, not two sins. Uh, three of Gluttony them. Gluttony yeah. and lust. Yeah, over pork rinds. Pork rinds? And so the first stop, we stopped and I got two bags of pork rinds. All right. Well, I mean, as and, long as you shared it throughout the whole trip, right? Mm-hmm. You you took two bags and you stretched it out. Well, not really. How long did this bag um, last <laughs> you? <laughs> and so uh, I ate some. I ate the pork rinds, and uh, I did not share any with my family. Okay. Well, I that's, hoarded that's them good. all to myself. All right. And well, then uh, um, we stopped at probably about four or five more stops. Uh-huh. And every stop, I stopped and looked at the pork rinds. Well, you just looked at them. You didn't well, buy any, did I you? I looked. I did buy some, a, cu- a couple more bags. Oh, I boy. think in total, I probably bought like six or seven bags of pork rinds. How long was this? This is the span of a whole week, I hope. <laughs> uh, no, it was about two days. Two days? <laughs> you might need to a long check road your soap trip. content. Um. And then on the way back, I stopped and bought more pork rinds, too. How many? Well, some of those I gave for gifts. Oh, yeah? But uh, I think I probably bought about six or seven more bags. But those were given as, like, gifts and stuff. Um, So you didn't hoard the gifts ones. You only hoarded, what, about eight bags to yourself? (laughs) I'm just trying to keep track here. Well, I think there was one bag I was going to give as a gift. But you ate it, didn't you? But I ate it. You ate it all for yourself. I really like pork rinds. Um, We don't really have too many chicharrones, I think is what they're called over there. Yeah. You you guys don't have chicharrones in Ireland? There's very little Mexicans over here in Ireland. I don't know. It's all all pasty white people. I don't know if you've ever been there. So uh, I'm feeling a little ashamed about it. Um, but you know, you only travel in the South very often, so you got to eat those chicharrones. I guess so. So I think that's a little bit of a light confession this week, father, compared to last, last time we met, I had to go a little lighter because last, last time was pretty heavy. So you're confessing that you gluttony of all these pork rinds and you didn't share them with your family and friends and then you lost it in your heart. Over salty treats. Is that what I'm getting from you, son? Yes, fine. All right, my son. Forgive me. How many Hail Marys do I need I to do? I think you need to take a point of Guinness to help equal out the salt content in your belly. Okay. Because uh, maybe take some baby aspirin so you don't have a heart attack. <laughs> um, and then take two Hail Marys and don't call me in the morning. All right. Thank you so much, Father. Here. Uh, I bless I you in the name you. of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Sweet Lord. Watch over this young boy <laughs> for the next Thank five you. years until he has a heart attack. Whew. All right. Oh, whew. Tommy, we're we're done. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Whew. Did you hear any of that? Uh, Fashions are supposed to be private. I think. I thought you said you only you just bought a couple pork rinds for me. <laughs> huh. Thank you, Father Obesity. All right. You got to get back to his, his flight back. I feel. Lighter. You now. feel better? You I feel, feel the, bur- the burden's lifted? I feel good. Okay, I should have done that earlier in the podcast. Oof, weighing you down. I feel like a whole new man now. I know. It felt good to get that off my chest. 
All right. But that's okay, because you got a friend in me. Thank you, Randy Newman. And I got the pork rinds in me. <laughs> Summer barbecue and chicharrones and the buffalo sauce is pretty good on them, too. Just remember that the vinegar is nice for you. Got the pork rinds in me. Keep calm and pork on. Keep calm. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, <laughs> <laughs>